Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for Easter Sunday of the Lord's Resurrection on April 17, 2022. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As the scriptures try to communicate to us the great mystery of the resurrection, there's a significant role that rocks and stones play in this mystery. Mary of Magdala finds that the stone that had sealed the tomb of Jesus had been moved and thus allowing her to discover that it was in fact empty. If that stone had not changed, that revelation may never have taken place. In the responsorial psalm, we proclaim that the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And for this, we praise God. But that is an allusion to the prophecy and to the reality that the one who we thought we would be better off without, the one we found too dangerous, the one that threatened the way things are, had been tossed aside, discarded, killed, because without him, we thought we would be better off. And so the stone which the builders rejected, a stone unacceptable to the kingdoms of this world, is now the cornerstone of the new thing that God is building among us, the reign of God in our midst. But perhaps, the most significant and most important change to a rock or a stone in this mystery is the change that took place in Simon the Rock. We meet two Simons in these scripture readings. The Simon who runs to the tomb at the word of Mary Magdalene is a very different Simon from the one who's boldly proclaiming to all the powers that be that indeed Christ is the Messiah, and we crucified him. 
There he is powerful, he's strong. But on Easter Sunday morning, this rock, the one whom Jesus said upon which he would build his church, that rock has been shattered into a thousand pieces. On Thursday evening, on the night before he died, while having supper with the disciples, Peter the rock is in full force. His image of himself is set in stone. He is the strongest, the bravest, the most loyal, the one who would fight for his friend at all costs. Indeed, we even see him with a sword in his hand, ready to attack and in fact attacking the crowd that came to arrest Jesus. But Jesus looks Peter in the eye that night and says, really? It's really not going to be the case. You will not be with me. In fact, you will deny you ever knew me. To which Peter protests vehemently. But in a few hours, prompted by perhaps a very innocent question, asked of him not by a soldier with a spear, but by a serving girl, Peter the rock crumbles and shatters and three times denies that he ever knew Jesus and then realizes what he has done and weeps bitterly. The events of the next day unfold. Peter not only has to live with the reality that the one in whom he had put all of his trust and hope has been killed, but he himself has abandoned him, denied him, let him down, ran away when needed. And then Peter has to live through what has to have been the longest Sabbath of his life. Unable to move, unable to get away from the self that is now revealed as weak and vulnerable and shallow and fickle and cowardly. For the Sabbath day, Peter has stuck standing in place with the self he doesn't want to be, unable to put the rock back on that would hide that self from himself and everyone else. He can't go back to his old life because it's the Sabbath and you can't move. And so by Sunday morning, Peter the rock is Peter the puddle. But alas, perhaps that's the kind of change in a stone or a rock that is absolutely necessary for Easter to happen. Easter couldn't happen to Simon the rock that hadn't been yet shattered. Easter could only happen when the real Simon is revealed and in there, God can rebuild him make him into something new, fill him with spirit and grace, and change Peter the puddle once again into Peter the rock, not defensive and belligerent and blustery, but passionate, filled with faith, and indeed fearless while shaking in fear.
And perhaps that's the great mystery of Easter that is being revealed by these rocks and stones. Easter isn't something that happens. It certainly isn't something that just happened long ago. Easter is only Easter when Easter happens to us. And perhaps for Easter to happen to us, the same thing that happened to Simon the Rock needs also to happen to us. Our old way, the selves we have built for ourselves, filled with illusions, filled with possibilities that are not true, filled with wishful thinking, the selves we want to be and have spent lifetimes shaping and forming just might need to be shattered so that God can do something new in us with the self that he created. So just as the stone that has been rejected by the builders because it is not suitable for building the kingdoms of this world, so the selves that we have built for ourselves may not be suitable for God's new building. And perhaps we need to be shattered like Peter so that God's new thing, Easter itself, can be done in us.